Samsung isn't the only company pushing foldables. TCL, best known for budget televisions, has been promising an affordable foldable phone for years. Well, they were on the verge of launching one and at the last minute, scrapped it. But we got our hands on the near-finished prototype. I'm Roger Chang, and this is your Daily Charge. With us to share impressions of the TCL foldable that could have been is Shara Tipkin. Welcome, Shara. Thank you for having me. So TCL has teased prototype foldable phones for more than two years. It seems like a lot longer because it, it felt like every event, there was like this new thing, oftentimes made out of like cardboard or 3D printed. <laughs> you know, they, they didn't actually work, but they were this close, this close to actually selling a real phone. We've joked about this for a while. What the heck happened? Yeah. So they, yeah, they were basically done with this thing. They just had to finish the software and, you know, make sure the hinge was perfect and kind of, you know, tweak a few other things. But what they decided was because of some commercial decisions, it didn't make sense for them to launch a foldable right now. So a big one is component costs are really high. Uh, they couldn't reach the sort of pricing that they wanted. They originally wanted, you know, the Samsung Z Flip 3 is $1,000. They wanted something significantly less than that, but the cheapest they could get with this device, um, which they called the Chicago Project, was only $800. And so if you're going to spend 800, if you have 800 bucks to spend on a phone, you might as well spend 1,000 on, you know, a generation you know, the third generation device that's waterproof and all has all these like bells and whistles versus this first product from a brand that no one knows. And that was right. the other issue. One of the other issues, you know, TCL yeah, I, isn't very well known. Yeah. It's if you know, TCL, you probably know it from televisions that are surprisingly cheap and don't think for consumers, they necessarily are going to take a chance on a, a completely new category, like foldables from a brand that they probably didn't even know made phones. So I can see why there was a, there'd be a lot of hesitation there. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, and then like another thing was they, because they don't have such a strong brand, they really have to rely on carriers to help push mm -hmm. their devices. And carriers right now are like, we don't really care about foldables. We <laughs> care about 5G because we need to make back the billions that we've spent to build out our networks. And we already have, you know, two foldables from Samsung to sell. So, you know, we're not really that interested in this device. Yeah, and I always got the impression that the carriers were like kind of obligated because of Samsung's heft and influence that like they kind of had to sell these things as opposed <laughs> yeah. to like, yeah, we're super excited to carry these foldables that probably no one's going to buy. But like you said, 5G is the priority there. Uh, so you, you've actually had a chance to play with this phone. You've had it for a couple of days. What are your impressions of this thing? And what does it look like too? It's uh, just to describe what that, how it folds and, and, and kind of how it feels in the hand. If you've seen what the Z Flip 3 looks like, that is what Chicago looks like, the TCL phone. Uh, it's it's the same sort of like high-tech flip phone that Samsung's flip phones and um, the Motorola Razor look like. So it's, it's a little bit um, wider, a little bit thicker, a little bit heavier than the Z Flip 3, but the screen inside is about the same size. Mm. Um, you know, it, it looks very similar. And even, you know, the color of the device they sent me is kind of this like peach color, this like matte kind of peach color. So it even looks like the color, the cream color that Samsung's been pushing. So, you know, if you're, if you just have it in your hand and you don't have the other 
Samsung phone nearby, people may think that you have the Samsung phone. Like oh. that's how similar it looks. That could be yeah. the sales appeal right there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like just just tell your friends it's the Samsung phone. I guess you're right though. The the fact that they couldn't get it under eight hundred dollars that the the difference is only two hundred dollars. That that really isn't a huge amount. And uh, what were some of the key specs on this thing? And like, how did how did it stack up against the the Z Flip three? So one thing that I think the uh, TCL phone really has going for it is the crease. So if you've ever touched any of Samsung's foldables, it has this very defined crease where the phone bends and you can feel it. You can feel it when you're using the screen. You can see it. Um, It's not so big that it's really uh, distracting or anything. You know, Patrick Holland in his review said that, yeah, it's noticeable, but it didn't prevent him from doing anything or, you know, and he didn't even really pay attention to it. You kind of forget it's there in the TCL. You almost can't feel a crease at all. Um, and you can't really see it. So, you know, I think that that's really impressive what they were able to do with their screen technology to basically eliminate this crease. So when you open this thing, it just basically looks and feels almost just like a regular smartphone. Um, you know what they have, huge megapixel cameras. The software is not done. So you can't really evaluate what the pictures look like compared Mm. to Samsung ones. But, um, you know, they, 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 they have some like good things in it, but then there's also kind of some drawbacks. So it's not water resistant. Mm. Uh, you know, that's a huge thing in the Z flip three this year. Um, you know, I talked to their head of marketing and he said that it's not as durable as Samsung's phone or probably not as durable. Um, you know, that's a huge drawback. Uh, it uses kind of a slower processor, a little weaker processor than what Samsung uses. So they both use Qualcomm, but, uh, the TCL one is not as fast and, you know, it can't use, uh, the fast kind of 5g. So it's not millimeter wave. So this wouldn't be on Verizon's network. So there's just, you know, things like that, that kind of make it, um, you know, kind of make the Samsung phone even more attractive when you compare it to this one. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, it seems like Samsung's had the advantage of having put out multiple versions of foldables and they've been able to polish it up. This this does look kind of like a, a rough first, almost like a first draft of a phone. I'm curious, because this is, it's an unusual situation. They, they scrapped this phone almost at the last minute that part is less unusual, but then they went out and actually sent it to you and, and a couple of other journalists as well. I'm, I'm just curious, like, how did that come about where they decided to send you a phone that they were never going to sell? Well, they've been talking about this for such a long time. You know, every time we've talked to them over the past at least year, they've been like, yep, we're going to sell foldable in 2021. We're going to sell foldable in 2021. And they wanted to prove that they had this thing. They actually had it. They had a device and it wasn't just like vaporware and they weren't lying to us. And, you know, you said this was kind of a rough first draft. It's not. This is a very polished phone. Like I could use this as a phone. Like it'd be totally fine. It, um, you know... the kind of the things that aren't quite done haven't been all that noticeable. Like, you know, they said maybe the hinge would squeak a little bit or something. I haven't Mm -hmm. noticed that at all. So, um, you know, they just really wanted to show that this is what we were planning to do. We had it done. It's not because we can't do this. It's because we decided we shouldn't do this right now. Uh, So, you know, they're, they're really trying to kind of make that distinction. 
it felt a bit like almost a response, like they overheard all of our jokes over the years, like <laughs> all of the tech journalists who've gotten these briefings about prototype foldables and like, when is this actually happening? It feels like they've heard that. Uh, and this is almost like a direct response to those jokes. No, 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 it's real. See, look. Um, I mean, this literally is a direct response to that. I mean, you know, they say when I talked to their head of marketing, it was like, yeah, you know, we keep telling you and, you know, it, it is real. I promise it. He's like, he said that he uses it as his phone right now. And, you know, it's real. <laughs> you know, they wanted us to know it's real. And the version that you have, is it like a working pro? I know you said some of the software is not quite done yet, but like, does it turn on? Can you actually oh, use yeah. it? Or, and like, can you pop a SIM card in there and actually use it as a phone or, uh, you know, I haven't tried to pop a SIM card in there, but yeah, it's a, it's a fully working phone. Like it's, wow. you know, you can take photos with it. You can, you know, access Google maps and all of the like apps you want to access. And yeah, I mean, if they hadn't told me that some of the software wasn't done or, you know, some of the things weren't quite ready. I don't know, honestly, if I would have even really noticed or wow. just, you know, it wasn't, it's there, you know, there's like a couple little buggy things like, you know, maybe not being able to, um, you know, like on the front display, not being able to like access one of the, like, if you touch one of the icons, it should be able to do something that doesn't work or whatever, but it's, it's just like really little things. Like otherwise right. this thing is basically ready. Wow. Uh, that's just again. It's, it's while it's a weird situation to have the product scrapped at the last minute like this, and then to actually share it. It's still, that's awesome. They got a chance to play with it. Um, I'm still fascinated by foldables, even if from a consumer perspective, like I get why you wouldn't want to buy one, and I don't think I would want to buy one at this point. Um, so, what what what's next for TCL when it comes to foldables? Is this it? Or are they working on something else? Are they trying to get prices even lower? What what What's in store for TCL and the prospect of another foldable phone? This definitely isn't it. Um, you know, now kind of the finish line, I guess, is pushed out by a year to 18 months, you know, barring another pandemic or, you know, crazy <laughs> things happening, or I guess, you know, this one going on forever. Um, they, you know, they're not going to sell this device. This device is dead. They're scrapping it. They've already started on the next version. Um, you know, I think that they're going to try to make it thinner and water resistance and, and re respond to some of the kind of the shortcomings that it had versus the Samsung phone. Um, you know, so assuming component prices kind of go back to normal and, um, you know, consumers maybe are a little more ready for this and maybe carriers are like, okay, everybody has 5g now what, um, you know, they're thinking like a year to 18 months is kind of when that could be the device that they'll sell will probably still be a clamshell kind of high-tech flip phone. Um, you know, they see this as the easiest extension from what we have now, because, you know, when you open this phone, it's just like a regular smartphone. It basically looks the same. So it, it's kind of familiar and easy for people to adjust to versus having like a 10 inch tablet that folds into thirds. And you're like, what do I do with this? Um, so that's still what they're targeting with their first one. And obviously they want to get it to a lot lower pricing. They want to have it at a price where people just, you know, regular people can buy this thing, not, you know, just people who, you know, want the latest, greatest tech and have tons of money sitting around to spend on phones. Right. Right. I, I, for one, still am disappointed that they didn't try to lead with that scrollable phone, that scrollable prototype <laughs> that they showed us right before the pandemic hit, actually, uh, I thought that was 
one of the more promising because it actually like one it was different from every other foldable and it, it i don't know it seemed to make more sense to me like mm-hmm. it rather than fold it just sort of like expanded anyway it's that's probably several several years out but <laughs> yeah that tech's not quite ready yet that one's still yeah uh, yeah. yeah you know they're they're it's not like they're giving up on any of these. They're they're just working on all of the screen tech. And the, this kind of clamshell is, I think, going to be the easiest to start with. Right. And just generally, you know, we've talked about the broader lackluster enthusiasm for foldables. Do you think there is a future for this category or is this going to end up being the one-off gimmick like 3D TVs? Oh, yeah. I mean, as soon as Apple releases one of these, everyone will have them. So, um, you know, analysts that I've talked to think that that's probably late 2023. Um, so not that far out, but, um, that one will probably not be cheap. So people, everyone who, who suddenly wants one of these would maybe opt for the TCL version instead. Um, yeah, you know, I think that like having used these a little bit, it really is nice being able to just kind of fold your phone and put it in your purse or your pocket mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, or for the ones that kind of expand from a phone into a tablet, like all of a sudden you have this really nice e-reader when you're sitting on the subway, uh, the slightly bigger screen to do things with. And, I, you know, there's a little bit of a learning curve with kind of the Z Fold sort of size, but... Not much. Like I think, I think once people start using these, they really start liking them and wonder why we carried around these kind of big, heavy slabs for a while. <laughs> uh, well, I look forward to that day when we can realistically have a couple of good options for, for foldable phones that won't break the bank. Shar, <laughs> uh, thanks for your time. If you have any questions, hit us up on Twitter at the Daily Charge. Or sign for direct text messages from me by heading to cnet.co/dailycharge. And if you like what you heard, please rate and subscribe to the podcast. It really helps us out. For The Daily Charge, I'm Roger Chang. Thanks for listening.